Uh, all right, so this is a you know, division game on the road here. So good opportunity for us this week. Um, you know, on our football team, good challenge. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of things we need to do better from last week. So we'll start working on those on the field here today, and um, you know, get ready for the for the Jets. This is a you know young, aggressive team. Uh, you know, Coach Salas brought a lot of energy to the program, a lot of new faces, and. Um, you know, they, they play hard. Um, they're a physical football team, and, and they're an explosive team. So we've got explosive players in all three areas of the game, and um, you know, we're going to have to do a good job on them. So get to work out there today and, and uh, try to get ready for Sunday. What were your impressions of um, Dak Wilson's first start and, and what you've seen, I guess, prior to that? Yeah, again, he's uh, you know, an explosive player. He's got a great arm, live arm. They call the throws, athletic. Um, you know, like any young player, you know, gain experience, get better every time they go out there. You've seen Corey Davis with the Titans. How tough is he just to be able to cover? You know, tough. Yeah, tough. He's, he's an outstanding player. Um, catches the ball, makes a lot of contested catches. Tough guy to tackle, good blocker. Like, really competes hard. You know, does everything well. I mean, he's a key guy for him. What was your message over the last couple of days to the team that's called rebounding from uncharacteristic play with all the turnovers and uh, penalties? Yeah, well, I'm not going to get into all the things I go through with the team. Obviously, we need to do better. So. Well, you see a lot of uh, mobile quarterbacks who can make unscripted throws in the league now with regularity. In Zach Wilson's case, you watched him in Davis connect, you saw him in college. Uh, how, how dangerous is that aspect? Yeah, out of the pocket, in the pocket. Yeah, it's it's the unpredictability that that comes um, with players like that. That you know, you have things under control, you have a pattern covered, and then something happens, and they make a big play. So they're they they can turn plays that don't start good into explosive plays offensively, and that's you know a big challenge for us to. You know, play every play all the way through, finish the plays, and you know, compete for the entire down. But yeah, it's definitely he puts a lot of pressure on you, and you know, so does the offense. How similar schematically are they to what you saw with San Francisco last year with Solomon? Yeah, it's pretty similar. I mean, different players, but same basic schemes on both sides of the ball. Yesterday, Josh McDaniels was saying how selfless Mac Jones has been, and players have sort of said the same thing. Just how important is selflessness, that the trait to a young quarterback? And just what have you seen from Mac in, in that regard? I think it's important for everybody to you know, understand their job relative to the overall team concept and what the you know what the team's trying to do on a particular play or situation or game or whatever it is. And, you know, we all need to put the team first, so it's it's a message for all of us. Mac's done a good job of it, and so do all our other players, but that's what we need to do. Going back to Wilson, a guy that can extend the play with his feet, what are kind of the coaching points to your defensive backs uh, to defend a guy like that? Yeah, well, we have to defend the play until, until it's over. So, you know, we have to an anticipate that certain things are going to happen when he scrambles, depending on whether he scrambles to you or away from you. and. You know, I think we have an idea what the defenders, the receivers like to do, but I mean, they're going to try to get open. They're not just going to run the coverage. So, you know, we have to be able to finish the play and 
you know, that could create an opportunity too. You know, if it's an air and throw, or you know, if we're in good position, but that's that's the game. You know, there's going to be some of those in the games, no doubt about it. Bill, Mike Onwenu, how much has there been a thought process? Hey, just stay stay at left guard, you know, and get chemistry with you know the people on both sides of you, then sort of working on that multiple spots. This you know this side. Yeah, well, we always talk about all of our options, and ultimately we try to do what's best for the team. So I don't think that will change. Bill, when you have a rookie, is there a process with how you decide how much you can put on his plate at any position? Is that an evolving process? Well, I think it's pretty much the same with every player. They're they're all different, and you have to decide with each player what what responsibilities you feel comfortable with, they feel comfortable with, and you know, what, what you're going to do going forward. I mean, that's some players you know more about than others, but let's say with every player there's an element of that. Beyond the schematics, when you look at the defenses Coach Sala has led the last few years, what are some of the hallmarks you see of the team that it seems like he's trying to build now in New York? Yeah, all the characteristics that schematically that we've seen from from those teams, you know, that run the Seattle t three type of defense. Um, but you know, coach has done a good job with the teams that he's had of whether it be as a position coach or for last four years at San, uh, San Francisco as a coordinator of you know executing those plays, making adjustments, and you know, adding his own wrinkles to what they do based on the players that he has and the teams that he faces and a little game plan adjustments that they that they make. He's done a good job of that. Do you know him at all? Have you ever had a chance to connect with him? Uh, a little bit. Bill, regarding their offense again, uh, you know, obviously Davis had a big game last week, but they didn't have Crowder, they didn't have Cole. Um, those guys could potentially play on Sunday. Mm -hmm. What do they add to complement what we saw from Davis. I mean, they're both good players. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of Crowder in the past, and uh, you know, Suck Hole uh, did a lot of work in him in free agency. You know, pretty familiar with him. So, uh, both good receivers. You know, Crowder's spent a lot of time as an inside receiver, but uh, he can do other things. Um, you know, Cole's got a lot of versatility to play inside or outside. Um, you know, Moore's played both as well. So, I don't know what. The plans would be for him, but they could be a little different than they were last week with those players available. Um, you know, and then they have players on the practice squad too, which we all know those are potential uh, easy and quick elevations. So, you know, guys like Vincent Smith and players like that, they could factor in as well. You know, we have to be ready for everybody. Bill, did you guys do a lot on Corey Davis and free and see, or did you quickly say that style of receiver doesn't? Really fit what we want to do. Yeah, we looked at looked at all players in free agency. So what did they lose with Mackay Beckton on injured reserve? Uh, well, you know, they. I mean, he's a good player, obviously, but you know, Moses is a, you know has been a starting tackle in this league for a number of years, so. You know, flipping Fawn over and bringing Moses in. I mean, Moses has a pretty good track record as a as a tackle in this league too. So, 
you know, Fonseca made the switch. And I think they're still, you know, pretty, pretty good at that position. And I have a Doga too, so I mean that's really, you know, I'd say it's probably one of the deepest positions on their roster is, is tackle, even even without Beckham. I mean, and obviously he's, you know, he's an outstanding player and outstanding young prospect, but even without him, they're they're pretty good depth there. One of the challenges of these uh, zone blocking schemes that they run offensively, all these teams like the Shanahan coaching tree teams that do that. I don't think there's a team in the league that doesn't run zone blocking. So we see it every week. Um, that's not all they do. They have they have plenty of gap schemes and other misdirection plays and um, RPO type concepts and things like that. So they they have a pretty diversified attack. Um, they have a real good running game. Um, some of it's with two backs in the backfield or two people in the backfield, whatever you want to call them. Some of it's with one. Some of it was with a couple tight ends, some of it's with three receivers. So they do a good job of challenging the run defense on a lot of different types of plays, blocking schemes, formations, motion. I mean, they have a very diversified running attack. It's certainly not all zone. I mean, they run a lot of zone, but it's, that's not all zone. <clears throat> All right. All right. Thank you.